Check, check. Who ripped ass? Not me. Not me. Nobody ripped ass. Am I the only one smelling that? I, I, I ain't ripped my ass. My ass is fully intact. And that's a I motherfucking damn You don't fact. smell anything. I don't oh, I smell it now. smell yeah. shit. But uh, you do smell like shit. That, that you is gotta switch ass. it up when that, I spit. That is baby and make shit. Sure you and yeah. it's blowing it in the room. And don't you dare blame that on my baby. If you out here talking crazy, then I have to act so shady. Hey, yo. Ooh, this be so crazy, dog. Hold on. <laughs> okay, we're not, we're not waiting. <clears throat> if you have it, it's... Is they, go, is they go to baby Jank's room? Uh, tripping. Alright, let's see. We can turn it down a little bit. Turn my headphones up. Put some treble in it. Ay, ay. Put some treble in it. Ay, ay. Put some treble in it. Ay, spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Hot sauce. Lasagna. All right. <clears throat> we get flagged for that, probably. I don't care. Fuck y'all. Y'all try to take down Chilled Kyle, and the motherfucking people spoke. Got our boy back online. <clears throat> Shout out to Alex Jones. Oh, <laughs> and Al Gore. He ain't dead yet. For when they do that. For when that deep say get him. <laughs> You know, because they that's the first ones they try to take out them conspiracy theorists, but actually, they'll let them live though. Well, yeah, because once they kill them, then it kind of legitimizes right the shit that they've been talking about. So, Alex Jones, you're gonna live to be about 150. Oh, yeah, still They're, talking about <laughs> watch, he's, he's, he's gonna end up being like a vegetable in a hospital, and the like, the like. The, the deep state won't, won't go ahead and allow him to like his family to pull the plug on him yep it'll be in his will pull the plug and, and the, the hospital's gonna be like nope 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 there's ethical issues here half like cryo state mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, gonna, yeah they're gonna freeze him against his will that's wild and just to have a to be 2,000 years in the future and then they unfreeze Alex fucking Jones. Come on, dog. I'm straight. <laughs> and it's all reptilians by that point. Like, he's the only human left. And they're like, how does it feel to know that it was all true? And you can't do anything about it now. <laughs> so, no! Damn 38! <laughs> right, we are peeking. Uh, okay. Oh. Um... It's all right. I can change Ooh. it no matter where I turn it down up here a little bit. Ooh. Um, so welcome to episode um, eight, eight yep. of the No Consensus podcast. Oh, we speak in different languages. ESPN uh, de Ocho. Um, today you got your special guest here, uh, Mikey, aka the Black Stallion, special aka uh, a guest, Mask yeah. of Zorro, aka uh, uh, your mama's favorite black boy, aka one of the good ones, aka uh, I did me, aka <laughs> to my left, <laughs> we aka 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 to my left we got my boy Jake. That's a nice shirt you got on the St. Peter and Paul Orthodox mm-hmm. Church. Uh, uh, 
merch today. Mm-hmm. I fucks with it. Um, so it's Jake, aka Church Boy, aka Choir Boy, aka Altar Boy, aka He didn't touch me like that, aka I think I kind of asked for it, <laughs> aka It's not his fault. Foster. Wow. And to my right, we got my boy Wazzy, <laughs> aka the 16 bit champ, aka the wide mouth bass, aka the motherfucker, the bottom. <laughs> Abominable snowman, aka the motherfucking um um uh, the big deal in uh Idaho, Wozniak. Um Wozniak, you know, I think you need to work on getting like a six pack so you could be the abdominal no. snowman. <laughs> Both of those are still hard for me to say, but either way, baby, let's get it in. <clears throat> Let me pull this in a little closer. Make my voice sound smoother. Play with my lows. Get that Turn middle. my lows. Give me some lows. Some Look on my low or my middle. Uh, is this you? Nope. Middle. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Super a little deep. too much though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We alright. <clears throat> and then I'm gonna turn my whole thing down. So what's up, boys? I mean, what's so what's up, boys? How y'all doing today? You know, just same old, same old. I'm good. Yeah. That's good to hear. What about um, you, Michael? There's a couple things that I really need us to talk about. Hopefully um, not uh, black historical figures. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not speaking on black people no more till for another 12 months. <laughs> um, Just going to say 11 months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, thinking like, <laughs> is, is it 11 or 12? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, sponsor by full three three stripes. I turn around full three sixty. Yeah, sponsor by. Oh damn, we done broke our shit open. Um, cheers, Waz mm. and Jake. Jake, ooh, Rockstar sponsored by Rockstar and Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, unofficially sponsored by Rockstar and unofficially sponsored by Fruit Stripes. Mm. Um, the best five seconds of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to try the, the the bag of bacon from Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. Mm. Oh, can we we gonna, we getting into our fat bag because uh, that KFC just dropped that donut crispy chicken sandwich right in time uh, for Lent. <laughs> Thank you. You seen that shit? Mm. Woo! I, I think the a buddy of mine tried one. The Luther. Oh wait, That's what they called it in Boondocks. I'm, I'm gonna no chewing gum on the set. Sorry. <clears throat> oh man. Nah. Okay. You can. I just sugar. Yeah, I know, but no, we can't chew gum. It's gonna. Then sound you just terrible. hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll just be five seconds. So. Yeah. Okay. So. Just get out there. If, if the oh, viewers I, I, can, I, I want to time it for the people. The, the, the flavor lasts five seconds. The, the sounds don't. The, <laughs> the, the sounds never leave I, the brain. I don't. He's gonna stop chewing. After I'm gonna we, turn my mic off though. Okay. And then and then I'm gonna time it here. So. Okay. Um, I do want to try it. It sounds like some fat shit though, and it sounds like some shit you gotta get like when they first open up. I want my shit. I want it fresh. The donut fresh. The chicken fresh. I don't want to come during rush hour to get that bitch because it's gonna be sloppy as hell. What else are they throwing on there? Is it just two donuts and a piece of chicken? They got some pickles on there. They got some. I don't know. They got I'm, some sauce I'm, on that bitch. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing they're going for the waffles and. Uh, the the chicken and waffle type flavor, mm-hmm. um, some syrup in there or something. But there were some restaurants doing donut burgers for a while. That yeah, it's it. not the first time I've seen it. It's just the first time I've seen it at a fast food restaurant that wants to uh, mass produce. <laughs> well, I mean, they days. had a sandwich that was two fried chicken patties <laughs> with cheese in the middle. Fire! <laughs> and I never got to eat that neither. 
Maybe I should have turned into one of these guys who go hunting for the newest, like review, bruh. Mm-hmm. Go around hunting for the newest uh, shit. And, Wait for and an hour sure and a half it. of Popeyes. Yeah. <laughs> we fi- I finally got a Popeye sandwich. That bitch slapped hard, but it's not an hour and a half. I think I'll wait for any food. But from not what I heard, they were good. That, but nah, they, that bitch was good as hell, and the breast was huge. Um, because you know we like huge breasts around here. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Um, and it was busty. It was a busty breast <laughs> that they threw on that uh sandwich. So it was delicious. That that motherfucking uh piece of gum lasted a little longer than I Jake's thought. Jake's up to one ten, but a minute more than it's still going. Um, when did you start it though? Did you start as soon as you started chewing, or you started when you opened up the pack? No, no, no. As soon as I started chewing, oh, okay. I thought as you like, opened the pack, it was like, all right, this is when the flavor starts dissipating. It just hit go. That, that, that would be another good test, though. As soon as it touches air, yeah. <laughs> that we had a minute thirty-two. Um, so yeah, maybe that'll be one of our tests. Maybe next week we grab some, but KFC don't open this early, so we'd have to do it a week that we do a little later. And grab some sandwiches and, and do a taste well, test. In Lent. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Be, I, I don't mind watching you guys eat meat, though. No, I'm not eating in front of you like that, bro. That's disrespectful. Eat meat, though. Come on. You trying to say something funny? Put, put, <laughs> big meat. <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs> uh, these rock stars hit your stomach different when you got when you ain't ate shit all day. Like I'm feeling jittery already. And... Oh, I thought you was turning it, it on gone? to say it's gone. Is the flavor gone? It's getting there. Yeah. It's getting there, and I'm at less than two and a half. Was it was it Big Red that had like, or no, Juicy Fruit was like five seconds. Like you you start chewing and then it's gone. That's what this is. Fruit oh, stripes. No. Juicy. Oh, Juicy Fruit too though. Juicy yeah. Fruit, the yellow joint. I ain't had no Juicy Fruit in a long time. Now that okay. I think about it, there might be like an ounce of flavor left. Yeah, but, but it's so <laughs> subtle that might as well call it two and a half minutes. Yeah, and it's two and a half. Go. There we go. Um, and this segment is what we call <laughs> Gone with the Gum. Yeah, gone with the Gum. Where we review your favorite strips of gum. Uh, leave down, leave in your comments your favorite bubble gums and, and which ones you would like for us to review next. Make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification. Join Naughty Gang. Ha, gang, gang. Um, that was really <laughs> aggravating. Yeah. I think people do actually need those reminders, <laughs> like because when when I hear that, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't subscribe yet, or yeah. I didn't, or I actually do want to turn. I do, and now that I think about it, I think I am a jackass because even when something truly helped me out in a YouTube video, mm-hmm. I still don't press like on them bitches, dog. And I'll be like, why didn't you like this video? It don't take nothing to press the. Oh, I just slapped the shit out your mic. <laughs> it don't take nothing to press that fucking thumbs up. Why do I do that? Why do I do that? Do y'all like everything that y'all look at? Not everything. I, I try to keep like a kind of th- high threshold. Um, no, I'll lower that threshold if it's a. Uh, what are you doing? <clears throat> if it's like a smaller. I just grabbed Wazzy's Rockstar on accident. <clears throat> um, is, that, is that what you're calling it now? Um, I do. <laughs> um, but like, if it's a smaller channel that doesn't have a whole lot of support and stuff like that, I'm more inclined to go ahead and like it just to give them a little bit of love. I'll do liking um, on like science channels or like tech channels where uh, so like, like Mark Rober or Smarter Every Day, stuff like mm-hmm. that, where I want them to get higher on the, the list so that they have more viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just feel like that's something I got to do. start doing consciously because like yeah. there's literally been videos that save my ass like at work yep. here oh, at yeah. home and I'm just like, thanks, bro. 
and then, <laughs> and then hit back on the ass. Like, yeah, hit home page or close the tab. Like I, I could have threw you. You saved me a thousand dollars. Yeah. All right, bye. Yeah. What could have threw you a like, bro? I feel bad. So for every YouTube YouTuber that I've got some serious substance from and didn't like, I truly apologize. And for everybody listening to this, don't be a mike. Be be a good person. Be a good guy. Like our shit. Or just decent. Subscribe. Yeah, and hit notifications because you want to know when the next one coming out. That's the whole point of the notifications. Hit yeah. the bell, dog. You ain't doing nothing else. You at home. You sitting on the couch. You ain't doing shit with your life. Hit the. I little mean, they could be button. driving and watching. And yeah. Now they aren't driving anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Joe Rogan's. Most of his podcasts I don't listen to, but I want to know which ones are coming out yeah. so that I can make that decision instead yep. of it just being, oh, I happen to see in my YouTube feed. Yeah. You know that there's a new one. Yeah, <clears throat> true, 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 true. We never talked about uh, Wilder versus Tyson fight last week, and yeah, uh, I just your thoughts on it are just so fascinating to me. Just from like seeing your comments on Facebook and shit. Um, just so you know, Wazzy, uh Wilder, the the black guy, got his ass whooped by the Gypsy King, <laughs> and uh, it was not a pretty fight. Um, so, I still have to watch the whole fight. Okay, so was it dirty or or was it just no? He just, came out there. Well, just because he's a gypsy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he is a. Yeah. He said um, it wasn't a clean fight, so it was a clean fight. And there are beforehand. there are pictures that people were trying to show that like Tyson uh, Tyson's hand wasn't all the way in the glove or something. I yeah. I didn't I didn't really get it, but um, and then. Wilder, after he got his ass beat, said that he wore a costume that was 40 pounds and it made his legs weak when he finally got to the ring. Yeah. And that's why he lost the fight. Okay, you deserve to lose. Yeah. What if you made a Rodney? dumb choice? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and, and I'm glad you just said that. I thought that when you took the heavy shit off, it made you faster. It made you more agile. Anime th- if anime taught me one thing. Yeah, when, when you take that shit off, you get your ass whooped, dog. <laughs> that just shows me that anime is not real life. <laughs> or that Deontay is a great fucking point, Wazzy. Every time the anime character takes off the heavy shit, it's a wrap for your mm-hmm. ass. <laughs> he said his legs was weak, knees weak, arms is heavy. It's vomiting on my sweater already, mom's spaghetti. That's what he said when he got in the ring, and that's why he got six rounds or seven rounds. Yeah, seven rounds. Of that ass <laughs> tapped. And I think he motherfucking fired his because his his ring, his coach. Or what, not coach. What uh, uh, his trainer, trainer threw, threw the, the towel in, and, and I think he fired him for that. Uh, shit. Well, he or just there was talks that he was going to, um, but I, I'm pretty sure that he didn't. He um, clarified things with his coach or his trainer, saying like, "Look, I want to go out on my shield. I'm a warrior." It's like, yeah, but don't you don't have to be so dumb. Yeah, especially during that fight, his ear was fucking bleeding wise. So everybody thought he had a ruptured eardrum. Mm-hmm. His lip was fucked up, eyes is fucked up. So it's like, all right, if you want this rematch, do I let you had do I let you go deaf in this ring trying right. to fight him and not come out in the twelfth? Right. Like even if you beat him, is it gonna be worth it in the long run? Right, because the, the first fight was a draw, right? Yep. <clears throat> so the second fight goes to Fury. Well, there's an immediate uh um Rematch clause mm-hmm. in the they contract fight again in July. And stuff. Fast so, as hell. so 
why yeah why go ahead and damage yourself possibly permanently yeah. <laughs> when you could, you could take the L now reclaim it and then you also now you're lined up for a fourth fight which is going to be super big money and his ass better come to that ring butt ass naked I don't want to hear no excuses you better have dick, dick out boy <laughs> you better put your shorts on when you get in the ring son I don't want to hear <laughs> shit about you being tired or too much weight on you <coughs> I mean just because you can go on doesn't mean you should yeah. you just... so I just want to hear your thoughts on because basically, from what I gather, Jake just does not think any of these boxers are skilled. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're all trash. They're trash. So, um, <laughs> so, and I just I got a couple things that I just wanna that we gonna talk about. So go ahead. So, Why? What makes them so trash? So for one, you know how I feel about showmanship. Um, <clears throat> hates it. Yes, I I absolutely hate it. So he wants Tyson Fury comes out white white dressed, bread fighters. No, no. So he Tyson Fury comes out. Gypsy King is his nickname. So he comes out dressed as a king, wearing a robe, a crown. He's sitting on a throne that's being carried by these people. So like all the way full out WWE style, where you're like, yes, dude, just exactly. calm down. And it, yeah, I don't like you know if it's if we're talking about. Uh, professional wrestling that's one thing but it makes sense there it, exactly but this is supposed to be like the serious sort like i mean you're putting your life on the line it's not a men's drama it's, it's a fight right. yeah so uh that's his uh outfit there really real cute um <laughs> putting the hood over the the crown that makes sense wait so so he it, it was 40 pounds but he was being rolled down he didn't know not, walking. this is not the dude okay, that no. was getting oh, okay yeah and, and I also want, like, if I remember correctly, those are women going like, down are there? There's definitely women down there. So, Amazonians. Right. And the, when I, six, I, when, not when, happy. When he stood up, I couldn't help but be like, these poor yeah. ladies, like, you're going to be moving around on me too now? <laughs> Shifting the weight here there, and there? There has to be wheels under that. Yeah, the, I, 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 I can't imagine I, that it's just those I would hope they're, they're just just for their fake sake. holding it up. Yeah. Um, and then Deontay did like a similar sort of like theatrical entrance with his stupid outfit. <laughs> um, oh yeah, here we go. Look at this. Like, <laughs> why? Exactly why? Both of them is like super big into their heritage. So this they they made this fight kind of like yeah, it was the Black History Month and stuff versus, versus uh, the blacks, right? So he come out in this like weird african this king. was supposed to be his like um his homage to black history month yeah was, that look, it, look, it looks like black panther got yeah, is, yeah look at this bro that's yeah. crazy um, so instantly i'm turned off yeah. um <laughs> and, and and especially considering the fact that he's going to claim that that outfit is the why he lost um okay well you made a really dumb choice and yeah, I right. deserve to lose. But 40 pounds isn't light, but those are big dudes. They're, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, and with, I ain't going to say you six, didn't six, have it but... on long. Mm -hmm. He probably had it on for about 20 minutes because you mm -hmm. got to put it on backstage. You yep. got a long ass walkout. And, yep. So you had it on for a long time, but yeah. that's your fault, bro. Right. Period. Point blank. Yeah. As soon as you put something on, <coughs> this was 100% you. you. Yeah. Right. I uh, 40 pounds, bro. As soon as I put something on like that on, I'm like, <clears throat> It's kind of heavy. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not that heavy, you're going to be like, can I do this? Can I not do it? So, right. I mean, he could have done just a mask. Yeah. He could have put it all on and been like, no, this ain't going to work out for me. Let's take this extra stuff off and just do the mask. Yeah. Do just like chest armor. Yeah. Just, just the middle portion or yeah. something. You, yeah. You could have piece of it. Still, it's a fight. Don't. 
Right. But um So that's Jake's first gripe. Yeah. Both of you came out looking like buffoons. Yeah. Mongoloids. Um but <clears throat> like growing up, you know, my dad was really into boxing. He um I always joke about how I never saw him read anything that wasn't about dogs <laughs> or about boxing. Um, he would, I would try to get him a help out with my homework and everything like that. He couldn't say any of the words. He couldn't spell any of the words to save his life. Um, but when it came to boxing, he always he had this little white newsletter that he would get in the mail. I think every week or something like that. That had all the fights that were coming up, all the stats. Like my dad had a reputation around uh, Milan and like around my family. If anyone needed to know any boxing information for the next two years they're like hey joe so uh felix trinidad when's his next fight gonna be you know is he moving up so he he, yeah. he had his own little fighters re-readers digest type yeah, thing yeah um and that's the only thing that he would read um that and he had this big encyclopedia of dogs that was about that thick <laughs> I was showing Julia like pictures of we were talking about dogs a couple weeks ago. And I was like, "Yeah, baby, like, you ever see a borzoi?" She's like, "What the hell I don't is know that?" What the fuck that is? Yeah. So, um, so I, I looked it up and showed her. She's like, "How the hell do you know about like this weird? I think Spell it's a it. Russian dog. Uh, B O R uh, Z O I. I think. Yep. Um. Ugh. Yeah, but like I know about all these weird dogs and stuff like that because my dad had this encyclopedia that he would just this sit there. picture right here. Those are is related terrifying. to uh, what? What? What was the dog in Simpsons? Oh, look at this motherfucking dog! Was, oh yeah, <laughs> was that, was dog? that a greyhound? A whippet? Oh my god, these dogs look scary than a bitch. Imagine you see this stray outside. That, I know he fast as hell. Yep, and he's, uh, he's big. That yeah. is an alien. They're, they're about this big. <laughs> I know this dog will <laughs> fuck you up in the apocalypse. Yeah. So, um, oh my god, no, thank you. No fucking thank. So you. It, it 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 looks like it's like part border collie, part shepherd, but giant and yeah, like skinny like the greyhound. Yeah, and, and they're rushing it if I remember. Dead in the eyes. But um, but yeah, so my dad raised us on watching like fights of like watching old fights of you know Muhammad Ali of uh, Roberto Duran. I think in fourth grade I actually wrote um, third or fourth grade. Yeah, no, it was fourth grade. I wrote um, a book report on. Um, I, I I was in the the library. And the book I picked out, I saw that they had a like a, a biography of Marvin Hagler. Mm. So I went ahead and uh, uh, wrote a book report about marvelous Marvin Hagler, because like that's the, the the guys that you know my dad was raising us watching uh, Tyson, Evander Holyfield. I I, I remember watching uh, you know Tyson uh, bite Holyfield's ear live, and these guys were all serious about their boxing, you know, um, and they had clean techniques. And all that jazz. The way I look at uh, Fury and Wilder, both are they're great fighters. Like I can't take that away from them, but they're not good boxers. Um, and th those are just two very different things. You could like Wilder's got one hell um, of a punch. You know, could take flatline you like that. Probably the strongest punch ever. Though. Right, <laughs> but, but, but how many guys on the streak have like super crazy punches like that? Mm. You know. Um, the, the the actual boxing skill and training just isn't really there in my opinion. Uh, though I mean, 
So I don't think there's anybody on the street that'll punch as hard as Tyson or Deontay. Wilder. Well, I'm not saying that they could punch as hard, but they could go ahead and definitely knock you out in one punch. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's definitely plenty of one punch. But that also is a, a testament to him actually having some boxing skill. He they couldn't jump in the ring and fight him. He would whoop their what, ass. What sort of competition is there though? Well, that's, that's what I'm I saying. mean, there's plenty of guys who can who sure can go ahead and do that, but are doing something else with their life for whatever reason he was put in a situation where he decided, decided to, go down to dedicate road. to boxing yes i agree and, but he didn't start boxing till he was older uh i want to say uh, I, don't, I don't want to butcher it so i'm gonna ask i'm gonna just ask uh ask jeeves uh, but I, he did i don't think he started boxing till he was a little older 2005 <clears throat> began training uh, he was 20 so <clears throat> that's not super old or nothing but most dudes who be boxing they'd be at like 10 and shit in the ring in eh. the gym so um but yeah i agree with you with wilder look he look, got he, he the i think he can today, box i think he just relies on his power too much i think he knows that i can knock a motherfucker out at any time and so i don't feel like i gotta train with that and that's well, a dumb look, thing to think like dog right because because <laughs> you're gonna get older that punching power is gonna go and now what do you have exactly you got nothing you're gonna get your ass knocked out you're gonna get humiliated and possibly hurt um, I it's think, foolish while you have the opportunity to actually learn those skills and hone them for when you do get older and like that raw power just starts fading uh-huh. you need to start preparing for that but he's got no forethought yep. and that frustrates me that's that's true i think that tyson or yeah tyson fury does have skill i don't think it's as good of a skill as the boxes that you're talking mm-hmm. about either but i'm when i'm watching the fight the whole fight you see him throwing feints jumping back right. setting him up for punches his footwork is good he's moving around him that guy knows how to box and also what i think that um you're underestimating is the fact that this man is fucking six nine mm-hmm. 280 pounds mm-hmm. all the boxes that you're talking about is six one six two lennox lewis is like the tallest at six five those guys that's a six Five is big, but those mm-hmm. uh, these other guys are six one, six two, six three. My height, like two forty. They're smaller. They can't. They mm-hmm. they got more technical. It's easier to be technical when you that size. Oh, oh certainly. To be six nine and motherfucking two eighty or whatever he is, mm-hmm. and to be like that, I think that's probably the best that you could be. But there's been six eight, height. six nine guys before. But they not legends. Exactly, <laughs> because who did they have to fight? They had to fight guys who were actual legends. What my my gripe and is got out is boxed. That, that's why. Don't you hate this? You can't even. I really wish I could throw Tyson back then, and and, and because you're right, he'd probably get his ass whooped. Because but, like like I mean I mean I is, is that necessarily that's that's, that's huge? You six nine, and, and that's I don't know. Like, like, it's, it's, it's six, a six three dude. It's Jesus a weird Christ. thing. It's a weird thing to go ahead and be <laughs> like, different. You know, well, who's bet? Like, you know, oh well, like Michael Jordan couldn't handle things like uh, the way the NBA is now. Um, if people say that they're retarded and they don't well, know nothing about basketball, well, I, I, I know, but people, Michael Jordan would average fifty today if he was in the NBA. You know, but people, you know, like it, it, it's a weird thing to try and go ahead and take people for because. NBA today and NBA then, boxing then, boxing now. It's the, true. It's different. I mean, and, and not just talking about the competition, but the rules, you know, everything evolves. So it's not exactly the same game. 
Um, so it, it's a weird thing to try and compare like the heavyweight division from the, the 90s to now. Yeah. Um, and would Fury go ahead and be able to survive back then? Um, I'm inclined to think that he would have a very difficult time and he wouldn't have the star power that he does now. But since it's so watered down, it's much easier, easier to have star power yeah. in the heavyweight. It's because you're right, it's it's literally Wilder, Fury, Anthony Joshua. And, uh, and, and Ruiz, uh, Ruiz just, yeah. but he got his ass knocked out of that conversation for me. But uh, so I don't know. I don't know um, if he'll ever bounce back. And there's a couple other guys that I, for some reason, I just can't think of the names. But there's really only three dudes that you want to see fight. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but see, the, the funny thing also is that I've always enjoyed the smaller guys. Like those little Mexicans get in there, those flyweights, <laughs> bantamweights, bro. They're it's just standing there. It's something about Mexican fighters, bro. And I mean, all sports. It, it, the thing I find beautiful about it is like, I mean, they come from poor backgrounds and everything. And like, they're pr- practically fighting for their lives and you see it. And like, they care about it's, you know, the honor behind it all and everything. There's just a total different mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, what was it here? Um, shit, I can't remember. That's all right. Oh, oh, but like I am rather disappointed that uh, uh, Wilder didn't go ahead and take the buyout, and because uh, at the I think it would have been much more interesting to watch uh, Tyson Fury versus uh, Joshua. Um, uh, what's Anthony, you know Anthony he Joshua? Doing that, though. Yeah, he want that. He need that. But because you don't fight him again, your legacy is fucked. Well, mm. I mean, but so so let's see here. Fury now has one of the heavyweight titles. Yeah. Uh, Joshua has the other two or three, three yeah. yep. and stuff. So it would be a great chance to go ahead and reunite the belt, um, solidify it, and then he could go ahead and come and claim it all. Yeah. But now he's going to have to go ahead and fight Fury, get that one back, and now fight Joshua again. Yeah. Uh, when he could be training, you know, right now for whoever's going to win that fight be getting prepared for both of them and then once that fight's over preparing for the the winner i never understand how the fuck is four belts in one division <laughs> yeah that's that's a funny thing and that's one thing that uh, i've heard a lot from like uh, mma guys like you know there's one ufc heavyweight belt <laughs> yeah. there's not an ibc yeah, a wb no, it's retarded it's <clears throat> um ooh, the r word <laughs> um yeah so i don't know but the, the sport has been you know, boxing has been so big for so long. And, and honestly, I think that you can go ahead and say that MMA has the same problem because you have um, Bellator, you have um, uh, the UFC, which all have their own individual cells. And those fighters can jump back and forth uh, to a certain degree. Can they? To uh, a certain it, degree, yeah. I, I, I feel like Bellator and uh, what's the other one? I can't remember what the fuck. Well, Strike Force Strike is no Force, longer. But no, no it's longer not. It's another one that's out there. They like to the switch Pride's fighters. Pride, yes, but there's another one too. The other Pride's ones, other than juice, UFC, though. seems like they get along a little more. And then, I don't know. It seemed like Dana White don't want his fighters losing to other uh, divisions fighters because mm-hmm. then it make you seem like you don't have the best fighters in the world yeah. like you claim you have everywhere you go. Exactly. But if you really do believe that, just let them fight. Who the fuck gonna beat John Jones anywhere? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. Enough fight talk. Coronavirus. I, I, my dad saw us and called me back about ah. his thoughts on the fight. Well, I'm but then again, it's dementia. You should mm. you should call him right now. It's Get dementia. him on on the phone right now. Speaking Let's... of fighting for our life, coronavirus. Um, 
I don't know if like you get that about. <laughs> um, is, is this a real uh, epidemic or is it being overblown in the uh, media? I feel like um, people have been kind of comparing it to other times like bird flu and like SARS and shit. But I feel like I've seen way more coverage about coronavirus than I ever did on those other like. So it, it, it has a lower. Zika death percent chance than most of the other like giant yeah so why are people well, dying is it because they're not going I, to I, the hospital soon enough or well most of them have been elderly yeah you know so like mm-hmm. and it's a respiratory disease if you're an old person you get pneumonia i'm going ahead and already buying a sympathy card for <laughs> <Yeah>. your family <laughs> I, I, point, point. yeah every time like you know like one of these old timers i know they get pneumonia i'm like all right like without a doubt it always happens that's not funny but god damn Jake, why are we going casket shopping? Uh, Jake just got a drawer in the fucking kitchen full of get well soon cards and sorry for your losses. Yeah, if it's pneumonia, you're not getting the get well soon because I know what's going to happen. I've read this book plenty of times. Uh, Fuck, Jake. Part of me thinks that that everybody just likes something to be scared of. Oh, yeah. Um, it definitely sells and, and like that fear goes viral real quick, but, um, I, am I, am I, am I, am I tripping though? Do y'all feel like y'all seen a lot of coverage of this, uh, more so than any of these other you know, diseases that have hit, hit the streets? I, I mean, I'm rather unplugged, but oh, okay. I, I, I hear about it plenty still. I remember yeah. hearing about SARS all the, the time H1N1, everyone was yeah. scared of it. Right, but I, I so right now we, especially in, in Trump's America, we live in the, with this whole idea of fake news. Don't trust the media. Yeah. You know they're trying to scare you. They're trying to influence the elections here. Um, how convenient. Um, you know th- this globalism, like that's all being wrapped into this narrative to get you to be paranoid and skeptical of this of um, all this jazz. But like. Sure, maybe it's being overblown, but you know, like you were saying, like with SARS and H one N one and all that, um, there was I remember plenty of coverage, mm. um, and perhaps it is an overreaction, but perhaps that's what caused those possible epidemics to never to be never. actually yeah. develop into that, you know. Um, but there's re- reports of like people being dragged off the street in China if they don't have a face mask on. It's like, well, yeah, and and and, 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 and that's the China is and wild. There are videos of that, so, right. Of it happening. Well, and that's the wild, uh, messed up thing about it all is that what numbers do we trust? China's going ahead and saying one number. Yeah. Other people are saying it's I don't another trust number. the China numbers. Right. I don't know who I trust, but it ain't them. You, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen those videos that you were talking about, seen videos of them welding people into apartments mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, like, so if it's, if we're overreacting in here, uh, over here because of CNN and, um, <laughs> and all this fake news, then why are they in Wuhan being, you know, like, why is that happening right. there at the, uh, um, uh, at ground zero? Um and all these weird reports that come out saying it can't it's a it was a bioengineered virus that got out and um the bot scientific experiments and shit it's kind of scary but yesterday the whole way oh, my whole ride home on the radio mm-hmm. they were talking to people who had trips and shit like are y'all canceling y'all trips or not 
And m- most people was calling in there. I'm not canceling my fucking trip. The media is overblown and blah, blah, blah. And certain trips. It depends I'm, where. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Certain trips, I'm not going to do it neither. But you you nasty motherfuckers who going on cruises and shit. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I'm canceling yeah. the cruise. Yeah. First of all, you getting sick on a cruise when it ain't no coronavirus out there. It's, them bitches are cesspools. You th- and you about to go on a cruise? Oh, hell no, nah, boy. I'm not doing it. Not with the mm-hmm. coronavirus out here. Uh, hot, nice and hot in these streets. You crazy as fuck. Because um, we just went on a cruise, bro. And it, it, it you need some emergency on that bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't never been on one. It's, it was fun. You, you got to do it the right way, though. But it's na- it is na- it's nasty, bro. Well, you're <laughs> stuck there with... Plenty of people who come in from so, so it's all a global type, city. Yeah. yeah. And it's plenty of people coming from all over the country to jump on this one boat and then go to another but country. It, it's a city no one coming island. in and out. So if one person mm-hmm. is sick, right. you're gonna get everybody it getting it. Yeah. And half of it and you, um, you already hearing reports of dudes saying um and the doctor told him to stay home and he still go to a fucking packed out concert with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like fuck what the doctors well, say. Even our work is is like, hey, if you're gonna travel, let us know. Mm-hmm. And then when you travel don't come into the office for two weeks i'm like it's a personal trip i mean yeah mm-hmm. so um so um the one thing we, I, I will say is this is the first time that i've seen as much economic damage yeah uh, that, i don't remember this with sars or ass. h1n1 but yeah yeah same Dow is getting bent over boy every mm-hmm. time i pick up my phone they down a thousand points Cons yeah. are getting canceled left and right. Nvidia yeah. and a bunch of tech companies are saying they're down and not making product anymore. Well, NBA is talking but, about having games where they don't let fans in the arena, bro. They're talking about get ready because we're, we're doing that with soccer in Europe. The, <laughs> empty, the, empty arena. Empty arena. Y'all gonna play creepy. y'all games and oh, yeah. nobody can be in there except for the y'all. That's creepy as fuck, bro. You playing a whole nother team? Just silence. <laughs> So like no one clapping, you, you no hit one a ball and it just echoes. <laughs> just constant balls being. No, it's even it's... creepier because there are people clapping. The six people on your bench. So that's just... <laughs> all sounds like golf claps. Good, good, good hit, good shot, a good hit. <laughs> good, but I mean in soccer, you know, but that would be that's, that's an interesting opportunity to possibly play some guys who sit on the bench more because like there's not that pressure from like the crowd and, and everything you know no just um, the quiet the yeah. pure quiet of yeah. nobody judging you yeah, yeah. that's um, funny as hell that's true though um but yeah uh how long are you on like a cruise ship generally a week usually wow so like two thousand people week. there's two week joints a mobile city yep when you did your weeks did uh, you had stops, right? Because that yeah, was the we stopped at Jamaica and wow, I can't remember the other two Dominican Republic, Maybe Cuba, something like that. Not Puerto Rico, no. El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, bro. I'll look it up. Indonesia. But yeah, we got to, we got to stop at two two little joints. <clears throat> but once again, it's like all right, we got here at eight be back by five mm-hmm. and so now it's like okay it take us two hours to get to go the to place the that we city go to yeah and take us two hours to get back so we really got like three hours here <laughs> so but it was we had a good time we did rock climbing and shit but yeah i'm not any anything like that where it's just a bunch of people from all over the place stuck in one place for a week i'm not doing it while the coronavirus yeah. is hot and ready um, but I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know. Has there any, has there even been any cases in Hungary that make you want to cancel your trip? Well, I mean, so when I was over there last, I mean, so for one, it's not just about Hungary at all mm. because 
I'm, I'm having to go to an international airport, whether DTW or Toronto. True that. Um, and there's people coming from all over the place there. Getting Italy yeah. up to like. <clears throat> 11 or 17 people is being crippled <laughs> um sounds like bad news over there <laughs> yeah i guess that motherfucking spaghetti ain't good for y'all immune systems is it <sighs> pasta man it's, uh, too many too many carbs they need to go keto exactly um but so there's having to deal with the international airports um don't know how many layovers, where those layovers are going to be. That's a factor into it as well. Um, and then actually uh, being in Hungary, because um, we um, this trip would mostly be being in Budapest and uh, a small little village. The village, I'm sure, would be fine. Um, mm-hmm. But Budapest they'd be wiped out already. <laughs> no man, the real folks are the ones who guys, live. Guys, <laughs> if you. It, the thing about people living in big urban cities that's hilarious to me is like that's the worst place to be when you watch anything that's post-apocalyptic yeah like yeah any anyways uh um but like in budapest uh there's plenty of it like there's there's quite a lot of asians and stuff there and i mean not making stereotypes but like where is this coming out of china Mm -hmm. you know a co-worker he um was supposed to be going to uh Tokyo this month, he canceled that. Oh, yeah. Um, Tokyo, or I mean, uh, I think most of Japan's closing down like all their schools um, and stuff. So it just seems like, do we really want to make the risk? Um, and, uh, but there's also the theory that with the warmer weather, that it'll go ahead and die out. But then there's reported cases in Chile and stuff like that. And guess how hot it is down there? Because mm-hmm. it's their summertime. <laughs> you know, it's like 90 degrees down there. Yeah, and so if, if your ass don't get killed by that chilly summer, then. Well, they were saying uh, alcohol kills the coronavirus. So maybe you'll be finding. Mm, Specifically Modelo. Or Dosakis. Drunk as fuck. <laughs> Yes. I can't get coronavirus. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> um, but uh, with the the economic decline, I I wonder how much. Like obviously, a lot of our um economy is tied up with uh, China, and it has been for a long time, like production and all that. But yeah, yeah. with how much more it is now compared to when um like the bird flu, for example, hit um. I wonder if if how much of a factor that is because I mean especially Nvidia where are they getting their parts from mm-hmm. you know the supply chain all goes back to China who's being ravaged mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I think uh, I read some number about essentially because of the situation in China essentially we have one tenth of the world's population that's quarantined one tenth that's a lot of people yeah <laughs> didn't that happen in the past. Like hmm. 50 years ago well, <laughs> yeah yeah rp cheers <laughs> uh, so is this a good time to buy in on some dial stock <clears throat> while it's at the bottom i don't think it's the bottom okay yeah we can wait a little longer <laughs> up here. yeah because you know i sent you guys that article that was talking about the housing market and refinancing and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing um Yesterday we got an email saying like fat percentage that people are pulling out Ooh. and that like uh, um um I, I can't think of the word but like um 
people who are backing the purchase is where all the big money is the from. The escrow stuff or investors? Yeah, pretty much like investors or whatever. <laughs> you, you know, like the, the big bank is like, yeah. you know, like, all right, we're selling way too much. Like, Long, I, I, like yeah. this, this is way too volatile of a market. <laughs> I'm pulling out and, you know, so like our company doesn't have as much um available to go ahead and guarantee certain uh rates and all that jazz so mm. like there there was actually an email that went out that was like all right guys put everything on hold right now <laughs> yeah so even people who are already in the middle of the process of well yeah and think? there was a uh, um some like you know finer points made about like if you're at you know this point yeah. that point you we'll know keep go ahead and lock it in yeah. for 60 days because like we needed to go ahead and see where this is actually going yeah um yeah, it's, so it's it's wild. Yeah, but but again, this has been getting pre- been predicted for a couple of years now. Like, uh, a big but did recession. they predict that it was going to come from a goddamn no. <laughs> virus? But I have heard this for sure. Mm-hmm. I, 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 a recession was going to hit. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I guess it's got to come from something, storm. though, right? Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Something's usually got to happen before. Well, it, I it, think that's it flops. A, the thing is that, like, they were predicting that, like, we're in a good situation for mm-hmm. something to destabilize yeah. this and pop this bubble mm-hmm. and stuff, and then it just, you know, happened to be this corona. <laughs> My corona. Y'all better put a lime in this goddamn corona. That's all I gotta say, cause it's some bullshit. Because <clears throat> every time I cough now, I'll be like, hold on. <sighs> Was that a, what type of cough was that? <laughs> did, I, did I feel corona? <laughs> did I get slime in that burp? <laughs> but speaking of traveling, uh, little baby Jack Jack went on his first uh, airplane. He sure did. How and long, he killed it. How long was the flight? An hour and a half. So perfect okay. test mm-hmm. test run. Um, on the way there, perfect little kid. He was he was um, he was on there. He was happy. Like almost too happy. I'm like, calm down, bro. Like, yeah, you know how you get to talking and shit. And I'm like, relax, bro. All that Google and Gaga, and he about to piss people off in here. If that pisses someone off, they they need a therapist. You know what? That's what I got to after a while. Like, if you mad at a baby being happy, it's something wrong with you. (laughs) And then once the plane took off, that bitch was almost like a car. He fell straight asleep. Mm -hmm. Got on mom's uh, Mm abrestices and and, and sucked himself to sleep. And he ain't wake up (laughs) till we landed. On the way back, he was a little more. He was hungry getting on the plane, so mm-hmm. he's a little more wiggly. Mm-hmm. He even Shalanda was trying to <laughs> Shalanda was trying to like start breastfeeding him when we was taking off, and he like threw his head back and hit the uh, chair mm. in front of her, and the dude turned around like, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, my bad, bro. <laughs> like he looked irritated, and I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. Like he he getting fed right now. He gonna shut up. Okay, and it was just like the stereotype of kids kicking in the back of your seat. Right. And I'm like, of course. But after that, that shit only lasted like five minutes, seriously. And then he, he got on the boot, fell asleep. So he was he was pretty, he was basically 99% good, except for him banging his head on the dude's seat in front of him. So one of, one of my buddies, uh, um, he's he's been looking at like the Orthodox Church and stuff. And he's got a couple of kids. And. You know, one of them's really rather young, and he's like, "You guys don't have church school. Like, you don't send your kids off to like be Sunday away. school. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff like they're they're there with you. You know, throughout the whole service. Um, like, I don't know if my kids can go ahead and do that. It's like an hour and a half. You know, they're gonna be loud. They're gonna be crying <laughs> and that sort of thing. And uh, like, sure, that's true. But like, 
every single priest I've ever seen like has always made a mention of like how much they actually enjoy it if like a baby's laughing or crying and that sort of thing because like you why why should you be irritated about that it's a child being a child you know yes it'd be nice if they were quiet and that we could all go ahead and do this together and all that jazz but a kid's a kid like let them be a kid we had and, a kid's room at yeah, our church mm-hmm. yeah yeah the orthodox don't do that no you're, you're sitting right next to me and everything and <laughs> you go get this jesus we're not doing baby jesus for y'all go get this grown-up jesus no, I mean, it, it, it was, was a room open up your bible little kids, baby you know? oh okay so so it was set that there were windows and it was sectioned off mm-hmm. and it wasn't 100 percent soundproof but See, all, like all Orthodox churches have a, a narthex as well in the front. So, like you know, some parents will go ahead. Carfax, and, huh? Carfax, <laughs> more or less. But I always uh, be like kind of weird about asking for a Carfax. Like, am I a dick for saying, "Let me see the Carfax"? Or continue though. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> so I mean, if like the kid's being real bad and stuff like that, sure, you could go ahead and like take them like you know in a more isolated area and stuff. But like it's also a great opportunity for example for me to go ahead and work on being able to focus on something even though there's distractions mm-hmm. and stuff and, and and you really shouldn't be getting especially like in that situation i can understand if a kid's sitting behind you kicking the back of your chair incessantly <laughs> yeah but if you look back and it's a little baby mm-hmm. who's less than a year old <laughs> you need to grow up yeah. my guy i mean but I, i've also had like just adults come in and accidentally kick the back like happens <laughs> whatever right yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. i got these long dancers legs i'm clumsy bro, i can't help spirit, it spirit y'all gotta do better bro i know i know the reason y'all shit so cheap is because y'all set y'all shit up like this yeah. are they doing but the uh, standing seats yet damn <laughs> practically <laughs> Honestly, that would be more comfortable to me than those tiny, that little, that, I, oh, uh, that's funny to let me They were like, it's going to be like, you $10 and you get and the goddamn, and... you get the subway part of the, t- of the goddamn plate. <laughs> that's crazy. I, so I've seen in a, uh, there's this monastery where on the sides, uh, they have like these seats with a, uh, um, they have high, like these high armrests, but um, and they're all along the walls, and you can actually fold the the, the seat bottom up so that like if you're elder, so we stand during most of the service, mm-hmm. so if you're elderly and you need some support, you could go ahead and be standing over there and resting uh, like your upper body on the armrest. It's like the perfect height and everything. And then you, if, if you need to sit down, you could go ahead and fold it down and, and sit down. It's like the best of both worlds. That would be what a neat fucking idea. genius architected that? That's motherfucking technology for your ass. It, like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of years old technology. <laughs> but uh, um, like they that was, don't make them like they used to. See, I, I wouldn't mind that for like a short domestic flight. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I could go ahead and be standing up or I could go ahead and put this little seat down, like put half my butt cheek on it or whatever. And Yeah. I well, think most of the time, we, I think um, our like uh, little like kids churches, Sunday uh, school or whatever. It's less about the kids being disruptive during the services and more about teaching them at a level that they'll understand mm-hmm. the Bible. So I, they'll I, call them over there and then, you know, they got the like coloring books and uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, the uh, cartoonish versions of the Bible where they'll read to them and teach mm-hmm. them stuff. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if because Mike is in our service all the time and mm-hmm. most of the time he sleep when he's up, he's just kind of talking and vibing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Pastor Lance, he'll just be like, hey, I know that's right. Uh, little Jack Jack. <laughs> like, uh, amen. <laughs> so like, like you said, he does enjoy yeah. it when he gets to talking and. Uh, if he does cry, Shalana just, you know, breastfeeds him. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. It, after you get to a certain age where breastfeeding don't just shut a baby up no more because mm-hmm. they, you can't breastfeed a five-year-old, mm-hmm. uh, then I you got to start, figuring, yeah, you gotta start thinking good. of other stuff if you don't have a, a Sunday church. Mm-hmm. But um, Jack-Jack's cool, so I don't think I ever had no issues with him mm-hmm. acting up in places. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. They just got to <laughs> sit him down or, like you said, I don't Take them outside and talk to them. Mm-hmm. You got you got to be a parent at some point, dog. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what I like about it is like there's just like the family, like the family should be together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff like that. Um, I feel that. Yeah. So they don't be for the whole service neither. Yeah. Was your Sunday church thing like during the whole service? So or was my it like a, my, my oh. catechism was during the the entire thing. Mm. It was it was basically us having the, the the coloring book version of the Bible talking mm-hmm. about jesus taking lamb somewhere and we'd have to color in the, the lambs because mm. and they pop did they pop out the book too that was my favorite books ever i just need a turtle book continue Tan- i don't Tan- remember one so, so so did you just have to color the the lamb white yeah. <laughs> take, take that stupid white crayon <laughs> White, like oh, oh white. Yeah. All right, it's, it's titanium white. Still can't cra- color in the lines with the white crayon either. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. I can't believe they got a white crayon. <laughs> but uh, I think we did that up until thirteen mm-hmm. uh, when we did confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was when I was done basically. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> got to com- I got my well, degree. I, I don't know. <laughs> See, I think that that's part of it. Also, is like when you're separating the kids out, and you're like, how how well does that uh, um, transition happen? Yeah, and it doesn't seem to happen terribly well. <laughs> Seems like you've, yeah. you know, and especially nowadays with like these mega churches. I got buddies who go to them, and their kids are literally playing PlayStation Four. Yeah, during the service <laughs> and stuff. And like, um, my one buddy was talking to his kid. Was like, you know, what'd you learn today? Is like he's like I mean uh, nothing uh, the upright combo yeah. like, I learned I learned how to I or uh damn I got a no scope two three sixty yeah right so I why the Hadouken <laughs> why is that kid gonna want to go ahead and move from that to sit and listening to some guy and listen to this, this garbage <laughs> contemporary Christian music I was uh, I was I was thinking about something little, similar to that's that that's wild uh, yesterday but, um, but that's what's popular and that's that's what's popping. That, Whatever um, to get the kids in the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if they're listening, then osmosis at some point. But um, like Lent, giving mm-hmm. up stuff for for Lent, to me, it was just giving it up. No, you know, it was never taught why mm-hmm. you're giving something up. Yeah. So to me, it's just like, all right, I'm giving up something I like. That that sucks. And well, I understood it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I didn't like. I never internalized it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus didn't do something for forty days. Let me not do something for forty days. Cool. And as I grew up, I'm like, you. this actually helps you, dog. Like, one year I gave up alcohol for 40 days. Never felt better in my life. Um, I and then you go right back, to, yeah. <laughs> right back went, to the bottle. I went hard the first day after. <laughs> 
it was over. Um, but yeah, which, which I think it's is a difference between possibly a good thing. Yeah, what, because you know, like you feel how good you were for those forty days, then you go hard and you feel awful, mm-hmm. and you're like, "This is exactly why well, I felt I so good." <laughs> yeah, so um, that's funny. <clears throat> yeah, um, <clears throat> I haven't encountered that problem at all uh, within the Orthodox Church yet. Um, I, there's always been a lot of really good explanations, and like leading up into Lent, um, the first uh, the first Sunday um, of the Lenten Triodion, which is like the three weeks that precede Lent, um, is <clears throat> the Sunday of the Pharisee and uh, publican, and um, which like. Right then and there, like the the homily is always talking about, like, look, you have this publican or this uh, Pharisee who is going ahead and following all the rules. Mm. He was observing all the fasts, and he thought that he was, you know, super righteous and everything, but he wasn't. <laughs> and this publican who, you know, was like a awful person, tax collector, that sort of thing, he was actually. Is that the story you were telling me a couple of years ago? Possibly, I think so. Because, like, you know, especially during Lent when you're fasting, it's easy to go ahead and be like, "Oh, well, look, I'm following the the the, uh, the fast so strictly. I'm better than you are." Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, right off the bat, we're going ahead and saying, "Like, well, like, yes, you should be fasting, but that doesn't make you a good person." Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing. So, I I feel like, at least in, within Orthodoxy, we got like quite a lot of checks and balances about that. Um, and and leading up to Lent, the the priests have always been talking about how, um, you know, th- there's a lot of different things. When we fast, we don't just fast from food, but you also pray more and you give um, alms more. So you're supposed to be more charitable. You're only eating one meal a day. You're saving money. Give that money to a homeless person. Um, that's what you're supposed to be doing with it. Um, and then also, you know, I, I see plenty of like. Uh, people going ahead and saying like, well, instead of giving up chocolate for 40 days, why don't you go ahead and uh, give up being rude that, or, or something like that? And it's like, what do you think praying's all about? Like it's, it's working on those internal spiritual uh, issues that you have, such as being a jackass, That's cutting people hilarious. off and that sort of thing, you know, don't be rude for 40 yeah. days. Give up road rage for 40 days. Yeah. What do you think we're doing? Like that, that's part of going ahead and increasing your prayer yeah. life, you know? Um, but it, it does seem that, that does that can get disjointed when you're in a liturgical tradition because like um i think it's easy to fall into this whole um well this is just what we liturgical? do liturgical liturgical churchical churchical yeah church church sickles yeah <laughs> um and, and i think that's that is a, a problem within both orthodoxy and catholicism is that like you just go through you you can get sucked into going through the motions especially when you're raised in it mm-hmm. right because like well it's kind of hard to question and know what to question if it's just, you know, like, does a fish question that it's in water? Mm. Um, is it wet? Yeah. Is, is it wet? Mm. Um, I mean, Catholicism, I always, it, it was always do as I say mm-hmm. type of thing. It wasn't think for your, yourself. And that was one of my biggest issues with a lot of it. Is. But see, I think <clears throat> that's part of why it's those traditions are so resilient. Um, you know, there's been plenty of times within, uh, Orthodox Catholic history, Anglican history, that the church has been on like the verge of completely like being destroyed. But I think even when you're just going through the motions, maybe you don't understand it, but it allows you to preserve something for future generations to understand. Like your parents may not have understood it, 
um, and maybe like they're not the types to go ahead and really dig into it and, and, and have that understanding of it. So they're just passing something like they're just they're being a parrot. They're mm-hmm. copying and, and handing it off to you, which allows you the opportunity to have a deeper understanding than they ever did, nor did they ever care for so that, you know, you can then pass that on in, in a new way. You know, I see that, that a lot. Well, <laughs> well I mean, I see, I, I see that a lot in masonry, too, you know, like yeah. um, people complain about like, oh, well, you should, you know, actually understand the meaning of the ritual and not just be parroting the lines and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, that's true. I agree. But that guy who's just parroting it is at least parroting it for someone who will go ahead and have that deeper understanding. So he's still doing a service to masonry. You shouldn't just write him off as like some like idiot because he, he's doing his job at preservation. Yep. Classic Tupac line. I might not be the change, but I just hope to inspire the exactly. line that does create the change eventually. Right. You just got to keep that fire going. Yep. Um, yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm curious about your Catholic background, Mike. Yeah. Um, we getting into that here? We can get into it. It's an hour in. Mm. Uh, I got to judge that nudge, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, won't, I won't switch the subject on you, though. Um, young, so I don't remember much of it, went pretty faithfully up into the age of 13. Mm, uh, mostly because my, you know, it was one of those things where, and this is a big argument in the black community, like, why are y'all Christians and um I don't I, so and because it, it seems like you we're only doing it because it's what our grandparents did and what mm-hmm. their grandparents did uh, why you you're not really choosing the religion you're just going along with the mm-hmm. flow my granny went to the Catholic church my mom mm-hmm. went to the Catholic church brought me to the Catholic church so I went f- because I had to mm-hmm. I, I got no motherfucking choice when I'm up to 13 and really up till I was 18 but she just stopped going because we moved far away Wait, and then so who I was she going. your mom yeah <clears throat> so, so your mom's side was Catholic yeah okay yeah my dad's side was um in the streets <laughs> 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 yeah they had that 10 crack commandments that's not <laughs> I mean it's still written on rock yep so um what I will say is I learned the most about the Bible in the Catholic Church that's interesting. Um, you get so bored, you read it. Yeah, and, and it was partly because of the Sunday school stuff. Mm-hmm. Partly because it's a lot of reading out of the Bible during those services. They were, um, you know, a lot of the services reading and doing the hymns mm-hmm. and stuff, and and talking about these stories and the priest has his um, breakdown. Right, mm-hmm. so um, I feel like at that time in my life, I learned the most about those stories and. Um, uh, so, you know, I don't remember too much. The services was long, mm-hmm. had to stand up a lot, kneel a lot, boring. <laughs> were, your, uh, were your masses, were, were they more conversational? Just because I know that, that the, the community of Catholic that I grew up with and the community of Catholic that, that you grew up with are probably completely opposite. Nope, because I went to an all-white Catholic <laughs> church, so... Um, it wasn't when you say conversation or what you mean. So, so I mean, what was their ethnic background? You said what? Do you know like what their ethnic nah. background? Like Irish, nah, Italian? I have no idea. Okay. My mom might know though. I'll ask her. Mine was she remember Latin, Latin, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> it was an, a, 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 we had services in Latin sometimes mm-hmm. randomly. Um, right. But. But I mean, but Poland's like a like a, a rather historically uh, Catholic country and, and that sort of thing. Mm. So. 
conversational. You mean uh, so like like I think a lot of the the hymns or not not the hymns but the the stories that that we listened to. There wasn't much breakdown afterwards. It was like, all right, mm-hmm. here's a story. Blah 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 happened. All right, time yeah, time we, to, to sing. We had a young priest. So he was still full of energy, full of life, excited about the church. We had like an eighty-year-old. Yeah, and um, so let me rephrase that. We had an old dude that was the main priest, Mm -hmm. right? But then he would let the younger dude take over during services, probably because he seen his time was coming and shit. Mm -hmm. So the (laughs) the young dude would start. He he did get into some good breakdowns. He had some good analogies, and that's and that. So that's what you know the difference is between. Um, and that's when I realized, oh, that's what I like with somebody because they be having bars like mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're analogies and they metaphors for comparing your everyday life to stuff that's happened in the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that gets me ju- rejuvenated. Um, so he was he was a breath of fresh air whenever he would speak lively. Um, but, yeah, most of the time it was just read it, sing something, kneel, pray, mm-hmm. come get this communion, sit your butt down. And shout outs to when you finally old enough to get that communion though. Boy. <laughs> some, oh, some, I get the wine too. Some wine. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta try out the lab and shit like you drunk that's, you drunk you? That, 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 that's that's funny because like Yeah, no. Like <clears throat> in our church it doesn't matter how old yeah. you are. And, and we don't do it separately, neither, you know. Tearing up babies, minds, sister. For one, it's, it, it's, it's leavened bread mm. and not the unleavened wafers. Yeah. And the bread is in the wine. Mm. So you're going up there and, like, everyone's just getting a little scoop. And th- th- that wine is so watered down. Yeah. Anyways. Ours wasn't. Mm. Really? It banged. It, um, but it was I a mean, different our, time back in the day. I mean, ours. Uh, ours was a rosé, and he would pour and water. Now, and now, actually, what they're doing is they got them individually packaged. Like an individually so, packaged wine and individually It's like a Lunchable. Yeah, it's like a Lunchable. <laughs> it's a, a Catholic Lunchable. Yeah. yeah. So, so Because before that, we had to drink, like, grape juice. And then, <clears> what we, then we got to upgrade to the wine. Um, so. Um, I mean, for us, like, you're, you're you're literally getting, like, a little spoon yeah. and stuff like that. So even with, like, a, 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 you know, a little child, um, I mean, there's, you know. No and now that I think about it and after saying it out loud, I don't know if it's that I'll just learned more then than I do in, like, than I did in, like, the Baptist and the Pentecostal church or, and, or as much as it is, that's when I first heard the stories, mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like a lot of people stick to some of the same stories mm, uh, yeah. throughout the the uh, your church going life. Mm. So I feel like I took in a lot of information because as a child you taking in your sponge, mm-hmm. and those were the first time hearing those stories. So it was like, oh wow, 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 wow. And after a while, like you go to every Easter, you hear the same story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like certain holidays, every every New Year's, every Christmas. Well, we they have a lectionary, yeah, yeah. So. After a while, you just be like, "All right, I heard this one before. I know about Cain and Abel. I know about Job. I know, you know, what I'm saying." Right. So I don't know if it's. It probably is more so that I just heard. I, that's when I first learned them, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's when I actually learned them, mm-hmm. as opposed to later on. Now, what I will say is, um, you get a better understanding. I did at least when when I got older and I got into the, the churches where they would have. Um, like I said, bars about these mm-hmm. <laughs> about these stories, and it's like, oh. Dang, that's a great way to put that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even think of that story like that, but yeah. you done you done flipped it around and came in with a with a dope uh, idea. So, um, Catholic Church, way more uh, organized, scheduled. Mm-hmm. They stuck to their timeline. We got in at this time. We got out at this mm-hmm. time. 
Um, we had so doors I, closing. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Like, it was. I feel like it was. Um, it was shame if you were late. Yeah, I feel like it was more studious. It was more. Uh, you knew what you was gonna get every day, and um, you was in and out. Uh, so it was less. And then for the Baptist and Pentecostal churches, it's more feel. You go in there, and I just feel a presence in the in the church. It's more vibrant. The music is um, mm-hmm. uh, definitely more upbeat, more yeah. more lively. The pastor's um, uh, uh, talks, um, what's what's the call? Uh, like sermon, huh? yeah, yeah, sermons mm-hmm. are always uh, some sort of connection to get you to understand what's going on to better, you know, because they try to put it in layman's terms. They're not. Mm-hmm. He'll read. He'll read it right and say, "Let's turn to Psalms. This, this. And mm-hmm. Read, read the uh, scripture, and then say, "Okay, let me break this scripture down for you." And then, so it's like a more of a learning experience in that uh, aspect in the uh, in Baptist and Catholic Church, or I mean, Baptist and like Pentecostal and all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Black church, let's just say it like that. <laughs> um, and then he just breaks it down. So I learned more about the stories back then, but I got a better breakdown um, as I got older into the black church. And it just, it's a different feel. You there, it's like get in, get out. You got your God in here. It's like, I don't know what time this motherfucker going in. Uh, <laughs> and you're going to get your church. Now, not to say that Pastor Lance is better now. He's his his he sticks to his schedule mm-hmm. two thirty to four thirty, and then we out of there. And during that time, we do the uh, praise and worship, which is the singing and stuff. And then we'll do like a uh, um, the uh, offering uh, plate and whatever, mm-hmm. and then he'll get into his sermon. So he's 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 been really good about getting us in and out of there. Um, so. Yeah, it's just a different feel, man. So it's it's all about what type of church you like. <laughs> well, Do you want you want more feel or you want more reading? I guess is the difference. Yeah, well, so I mean, Catholicism has like a bad track record with with that. I mean, scholasticism came from the Catholic Church. Uh, um, when you get into like Saint Thomas Aquinas and like just how technical they were trying to be and so mm-hmm. intellectual like that is an aspect of what we're talking about but you can't deny like the feeling aspect of it as well you know um and and there has to be some sort of balance which i think is like um you know a major aspect of the whole um you know reformation schism that happened was that you all right we're just getting too technical i mean like they're sitting down trying to figure out what word were well, well like yeah. like and at what, it, what point exactly does the holy spirit descend mm-hmm. and 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 trans uh substantiate the 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 holy gifts and uh like the the eastern perspective is like i mean it's a mystery yeah <laughs> like like, like oh, capital m greek mystery you know it's you know, we know it happens somewhere around here and stuff, but like and we know, and it like, happens. Like so. you know, we we can't know everything, so yeah. like we got to get over ourselves. Um, so I feel like you know we kind of have like a, a good balance, and um, especially in, in the Orthodox, in, in, in my opinion, yeah. Because yeah. um, like, uh, for example, like you know, we also have a lectionary, so there's readings that are ascribed to every single day, mm. um, and so so yeah. Um, this coming Sunday, I'm going to hear the same 
since it's uh, the uh, first Sunday of Lent, it's going to be the same uh, um, epistle and gospel reading as it was last year. Mm-hmm. But um, since we're so big on tradition, um, like what that means is that the the reading is always or the the homily is always centered on the reading <clears throat> for the vast majority of the uh, part. Sometimes a priest may go ahead and stray and go into something that he's been studying lately, but that's by far the minority from my experience. It's okay. So we just had the reading the, in the gospel reading. We're talking about the publican and the Pharisee. Let's break that down. And I remember the first time I attended a Holy Transfiguration. It was uh, just after Christmas. Uh, a couple years back and father michael like the the reading was talking about uh jesus and his family like fleeing to egypt as he was a baby and stuff and father michael broke it down in layman's terms like what do we have here a tyrannical government that is punishing its people um killing its children and we have refugees fleeing to another country uh looking for uh safety and everything Mm -hmm. What do we have going on in the world right now? China and stuff, and, and it was it was it was right in, you know around the time like with a, a lot of like the uh, Syria in the news and stuff yeah. like that. So like for one, I really appreciated that because I feel like a lot of the conservatives I know mm. are like, "Hey Syrians, go to hell." Yeah. But here you got like in Livonia, all these white people <laughs> saying like, "We need to take care of our refugees because yeah. you know um, you got to look out for one another and all that jazz." And uh, that's true. Yeah. So. Um, I think it allows for, since it's going to be the same thing that you've heard year after year, uh, the priest has like a, he, a more of a need to go ahead and really try and like understand it from a different angle to go ahead and share it yeah. uh, with the people and stuff. So the homilies at least always augments the, the readings differently. Yeah, I just appreciate hearing other stuff within, because the Bible's pretty big so <laughs> i appreciate being able to come in and not really know what i'm getting on my plate for the day mm-hmm. and what he'll do too is break down a month and like we got four services and this is this month is going to be about love so mm-hmm. this service is going to be part one of love part two part three part four and in each part i got a different scripture mm-hmm. sometimes it's in the same book sometimes or uh, the same um chapter sometimes it's not mm-hmm. and it's all going to be about love so i can paint a picture for y'all uh, how it's described in the bible and how to apply it to your life so you know he get a little um he get freaky with them joints so you ain't been to church since you was 13 uh i went um a couple times when i was 16 for various reasons and then i did for various reasons (laughs) a girl (laughs) was it a girl (laughs) all right right. um (laughs) various (laughs) <laughs> There's two reasons. There's two. Oh, oh, wait, was there a third reason? Yeah. <laughs> that booty. The two tiggo big tiggo reasons. Uh, but no, I mean, I I don't know. I've, I've gone through a lot of different religious phases. So mm-hmm. now I I put myself at agnostic Catholic, if that makes sense. Um. So I mean, when was I mean, the last time you've been? There's people who claim that they're 16, Christian 18. atheists. So. 16, 18. Nice. 15 years or so. More than that, maybe. I don't know how old you are, Wazzy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> with, with things being like uh, the same all the time, like it, it, in my opinion, it really also depends. I, again, I can't speak specifically about Catholicism, but since like we broke apart from one another, I have to imagine it's rather similar that like, if you pay close enough attention, it's always very different. I feel that, you know, because like, you know, we have, depending on what day of the week it is, that changes certain aspects of, uh, the liturgy depending on, um, 
uh, what uh, you know month it is and all that sort of thing. Because like there's different feast days for different saints. So like the Kentakian and the Troparia are always different. Um, and then when you start actually listening to the music, the tones, you know, like all right, today the Procumenons in the sixth tone. So like you're hearing. You may be hearing the same thing that you heard last week, like the same words, but the tone is different. So the rhythm is different. So it's being sung completely differently. And sometimes, man, like, especially like the Trisagian prayer, there's certain tones that it's sung in that like, like blows me away. Mm. And I'm always like, every time I go to church, I'm like, wait, what tone is it going to be today? (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, So there's there's a lot of subtlety. Uh, It is really humbling, I think. Yeah. But it's not as... It's not as dynamic. It's dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. It's subtle. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to... And I think there are people that go to your church with you, Jake, that don't even notice that subtlety. Right. I think I fully agree. I think that you're actually all in. You're paying attention mm-hmm. and your heart is in it. And so you notice these subtleties. But there are some people who go to church who just who kind of feel use it as a think of it as an obligation. Right. R- right. But I got to go every Sunday. I don't really want to go. But, you know, I mean, for whatever reason, I think I, but it's an objective it's just, reality. Exactly, then, yeah. You know, it's not just a subjective experience or emotion. It's an objective reality. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Yeah. You know, we're coming around something that's real and objective and stuff and having our own uh subjective experience of it but um but i mean that's fine like yeah. you know these these russians and uh, um uh, romanians and uh syrians who came over here and like preserved it even if they're just going through the motions they preserved it long enough for me to come here yeah. and have my uh experience that's of it, true you know that's true so yeah. like whether i, I, I really the body or not whether they know us keep yeah. this boy, bad boy open yeah it doesn't matter to me if they know like understand or, or not if they're just going through the motions if they don't even feel like being there that's fine because like they, they helped me get here yeah so what would you need to do to start going back to one wise if ever because churches is like closed all you got to kind of find the one that fits right like every church ain't created equal so it's, it really is a process to find one that you so like I, go I, to I remember enjoy, going but, to a non-denominational christian that was cool uh, yeah i do um, non, non-denoms are good too I don't know. I, Some I, people I, have they views I, on them, though. But I think a lot of it well, is just that's where all the uh, video games are at. <laughs> probably. Yeah. 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 No. I mean, like everyone I mean, I've talked to whose kids are playing video I mean, games at church. There was a full uh, electric band playing. Like, like uh, there's mm-hmm. an electronic guitar, uh, electric bass, mm-hmm. uh, drums, and um, I don't know. I, I think it's my mindset of how I want to look at religion. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're saying church, but like I'd say, like you know religion in general like is there anything that appeals to you whether it's tibetan buddhism or the idea shintoism of a, or whatever how to treat people is is are the parts that i like um mm-hmm. things like uh fate or already knowing the outcomes i don't like those ideas so mm-hmm. I don't know. I well yeah so so you don't want to be protestant then mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah cuz you you can't Calvinism is kind of at the core of all of Protestantism, which is predestination. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of the things, but. Um, yeah, that is like. Well, the, I feel you on that wise. And that's, I mean, uh, treating people, that's one of the things that I've really appreciated about Saints Peter and Paul. Um, whenever, like, after church, you know, we have the meal every Sunday. 
Um, and it's a different group who's coming in all the time. And we always uh, get everyone together back in the kitchen. Um, Matt, who's the deacon, he'll go ahead and uh, give a little talk to everyone. And, and that's one of the things he says. He's like, you know, uh, Christ told us that, you know, we're supposed to feed the hungry, uh, clothe the poor, and um, that as you do for the least of these, you do for me. Mm. So every single person that you go ahead and are feeding, you should be looking in them and, and seeing the eyes of Christ. You know, you should be loving them as if they were God themselves and stuff. And when you're feeding them, you should be thanking them. Um, uh, because like the, the, the grace that you receive is far greater than this stupid food that you're giving mm -hmm. them. Yeah. One is um, material and right. one is ethereal, I guess. I mean, yeah. And, and, and he, and we've been doing it for eight years, nonstop every Sunday. And, um, you know, and he's like, you know, you know, where is that again? Uh, in Southwest Detroit, uh, St. Peter and Paul Orthodox Cathedral. Um, it's, a like, I think. Um, I can't remember this. It's just south of Michigan Ave in Livernoy. Mm. Um, just off. Oh, uh, it's Clayton and uh, um, Gilbert. Clayton? Clayton. Clayton. So Gilbert. if you're going south on Livernoy, just past Michigan Ave, there's a post office on the, the right-hand side, and you turn right onto Clayton. Okay. And, uh, and it's right there. But and what time do y'all start serving? Uh, the meal starts at 2. Okay. Um, usually, like, the people who are uh, bringing the food, uh, they're there at, like, <clears throat> 1 o'clock to prep everything. But, like, uh, you know, he, he explains, like, you know, we've been doing this for eight years. We know these people. Mm -hmm. We've bailed them out of jail. You know, we've oh. been there, like, when they've been in that, like, we've visited them in the hospital and stuff like that. You know, this is these aren't just friends even. They're family. Oh. Um, and, like, that hits me, like, really deep really hard and then and with me going down there as often as i do i see all like the different people from different backgrounds i'm seeing the romanians coming out the greeks russians from out in dexter all the way to southwest detroit you know that's yeah. past ann arbor if you don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> and and they're coming out and like sincerely trying to like do whatever they can to help these people and to me that's just a beautiful thing so if y'all ever free on a s sunday even if you don't want to go to church come on down like Help me do some dishes. <laughs> if you know somebody who could use a, a meal once a week, tell them to go head on down there and they'll, they'll hook yeah. you up. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't even have to be homeless or anything. Right. Like, we don't care. If you just, if you live across the street from the church and you're just hungry, <laughs> come on out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think you, you touched on one of the other things that I, I didn't have um, in my religious stuff, which is the, the community aspect. Mm -hmm. The uh, fellowship. That's a big part of well, well, what like I the fellowship with. is that no I I just or... mean feeling like it's a it's a full community mm. to me it was just a bunch of people congregating in a building mm -hmm. and then saying hi once every Saturday for or Sunday for an hour afterwards mm -hmm. um, it didn't feel like a community thing which like I said this you gotta because from what you're saying it sounds like music plays a little bit of a key y'all got some good music in there I'll rock with that what are I mean I like teaching? it but then again I, I listen to like Gregorian yeah. chants and stuff like that so <laughs> what, but his is more do y'all have like instruments at the orthodox? oh hell no exactly it's just all the they Gre voices the Greeks have they, or they go crazy I heard them yeah. singing the Greeks but. have an, uh, have organs sometimes mm -hmm. and like the rest of the orthodox world looks at them like a little sideways like what the hell's wrong <laughs> so, with like, you like they do it all like throat singing and junk I, 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 I like instrumentation too I like when my we be having live we get some of the best drummers in the city come through uh, I hate the singing though. Vocalists. I was a bell player singing. I hate it. Huh? I was a bell player for yeah, a while. Nice <laughs> bell players would go crazy too. 
Um, what y'all teaching over there? Are y'all trying to tell me that nothing I do matters because faith has got, got me strapped up? Or are y'all teaching me about being a better human being by treating others better? Um, and third, how close is everybody in there? Do I, when I come in, do I feel wanted? Do I feel like I'm a part of a family? Mm-hmm. Um, half of that last one is going to be, uh, is going to be, have a lot of onus on yourself. You have to be walking in ready to be yeah. accepted into a community. Cause I, uh, you know, yeah, cause if you don't go to coffee hour, that's your own fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, I, I mean, I think it was my parents and in that, you know, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Right? I'm not talking mm-hmm. about you specifically. No, right? yeah. I'm just talking it about part of it. it is. Yeah, certainly. So like if you know, and I think the third one probably comes after you know, like, okay, I've, I've come here a couple of times. I like it. Now let me try to uh, integrate myself into the community here because it seems like they have something, and that's when and good churches, man, they throw stuff like what Jake is saying. Oh yeah, we about to help out these people over here. Mm-hmm. We have a men's night, uh, so mm-hmm. all the men get together and talk women's night. All the women get together and, and do fellowship. Yeah, we do a big bonfire yeah, once yeah. a year, like men's you know, bonfire. It's like stuff that y'all can do. We going out to do this. We doing that, and that's like a new wave now. A lot of younger pastors, priests. Are starting to get more into like um you know i don't know the ones that i've seen at least they 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 how can i put it i don't want to say it's more laid back but it's more they they usually have like more approachable ways of getting people in the community to start mm-hmm. coming to church like the one that we went to for um my cousin uh oh uh crossover yeah yeah crossover church um they be showing they be throwing um like events like they'll uh, rent out a gym everybody come up there you know and mm-hmm. then we that's we'll play ball we play uh we gonna cook outside we gonna do like mm-hmm. they, they it's like a, a family picnic mm-hmm. and then you come out there and then we're gonna tell you a little bit about our church while we doing we're gonna pray before we do everything and then y'all come through and it's just a it's not only a way of building relationships in the church but it's a way to attract members from outside of the church mm-hmm. and those are the ones that i like like mm-hmm. oh that's fire like pastor lance he just throws a he'll set up a barbecue pit outside the church uh random sundays uh throughout the year and just cooking anybody who walked by you want a hot dog it's free you want some pop you want some chips like he'll feed the community and tell mm-hmm. everybody to come out and you know those are the things that um uh i like and i, I feel like that's something that you will like too mm-hmm. so really it's fine in the churches that do that and i'm not gonna lie to you it's not easy <laughs> yeah. we me and shonda went to a lot of churches like because we went to her pastors for a while and then we we're like let's kind of explore see what these other churches are doing and we found some good ones but like the one we go to now, that's literally Shalanda's family. That's her mm-hmm. uncle, her right. auntie. So, and you just, you don't get that feeling everywhere, dog. So I'm not going to yeah. lie to you, bro. You're going to go places. You'd be like, this ain't it. <laughs> I mean, cause I was, I was attending the, this Greek Orthodox for, for yeah. a minute and stuff. And I mean, now again, it goes back to like what you were saying. I, I didn't open up. I didn't go to coffee hour, mm-hmm. but like, I also, I mean, I didn't feel like a warmth there <laughs> yeah. and, and and all that jazz whereas when i went to saints uh, or holy transfiguration for the first time like it was just all over the place um so if you want to start so, looking yeah, let me yeah. know we'll look around i'll see what else i'll even go to some of them with you <clears throat> i mean down. really we'll, it, we'll figure it out if yeah. that's not your stilo no matter what it is well then that's cool too. i'm i'm cool like doing my own thing just mm-hmm. i like where i am where it's all a mystery and mm-hmm. you can meet girls in church too Singles night. Or that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> what you was about to say, dog? No, uh, so during during Lent. The Orthodox uh, girls. <laughs> during, during Lent. Uh, oh, they um, real? 
Well, no, during Lenta, um, in the, the Detroit area, um, there's uh, the Council of Orthodox Christian Churches of Detroit or something like that. And every Sunday they, uh, um, uh, in the evening, I think around six o'clock, we hop around to like different churches. So like one, one Sunday, so it, it, it's church hopping instead of bar hopping. <laughs> well, when, 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 no. So like, so Go ahead. I agree. So, so, uh, <laughs> so one like, uh, um, and it's for Vespers, but uh, so it's, it's a chance for everyone from the different parishes who don't get Vespers. to see each other. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a uh, St. George Romania that's just down the street from you. Mm. And like one of these upcoming Sundays, it's going to, the Vesper service is going to be over there. But there's a, uh, um, I think there's Romanians out your way in Warren. Um, and uh, I was thinking about uh, hitting that up. But uh, if you if you want to go, I can let you know. For I mean, sure. it's like an hour long service or whatever. But that ain't nothing. Yeah, good little talk, y'all. Um, and to finish it off, because I know Jake got to get off, got out of here at a yeah. hard stop. Jake has to get We got a little minutes. judge that nudge. <laughs> right. Now this one, the 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 actual volume and and conversation is key in this judge okay. that nudge. So uh, I want you to analyze the fight. Right. I want you to analyze the uh, dialogue as well. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Y'all already know how I started off. Whoa! <laughs> what is it? What is it? Whoa! How is that cop, cop not emptied? Right? Oh, what the soda? He's at the McDonald's. That's what where it's from. Stiff arm. <laughs> Control the head. Posture up. What shoes? What sort of shoes is Homeboy in the the white jacket wearing? Oh. That count is crazy. Mike Tyson. Oh, oh. I like the employees in the background. They're, yeah. they're just like, all right. Weird guy down. What do you say, weird guy down? I don't know what the fuck he just said, Jake. All right, let's I mean, take it from the top. If you're drinking, don't just don't get into fights for one. Because both of these guys are clearly inebriated. Yeah, <laughs> I like the guy doing the the, the, the bird dance. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but at least he was going ahead and being able to handle himself. Like, I, I, like he definitely had some drinks in him, yeah. but he didn't have enough to go ahead and be as silly as dude uh, in a black coat. Yeah. Definitely look like Wild Wilder in the six. Let's start it off. Like y'all said, it's the drink. Yeah. It's sideways the yep. whole time. I don't know but how that there's nothing spilling. His, his footwork really like makes me nervous the entire time. He stands way too square. But then again, it doesn't matter because look at this chump. You know, he's so drunk that I, I, I like how he grabs the back of the hood and like just uses it to like throw him on the ground. There. Just his plan. That's a great observation, Dick. It was so smooth. So he, so he reached to the far shoulder. Yeah. The guy was forward and he was able to use that leverage to twist him. Yeah. So whenever we would do takedowns like that, that's, that's a, uh, you want to off balance them and twist. Uh, that's, that's Go back and frame that. His cup. 
He has a clutch on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thumb's going in. Jesus. And, and look, it's he past the and it's past the straw. Bro, the darkness. That's two thirds. McDonald's. Y'all don't even have lids this strong. What city does this man live in? Because this McDonald's got high quality beverage yeah. containers. That's crazy. Oh, the stomp stump. there. Oh, grab it. Yeah, he grabs the ankle. Oh, with the soda. He, he could have gone for uh, a single leg, but yeah. he, he just couldn't have it because uh, dude in the white is posting off his head there. I kind of feel like he's not you trying to grab his leg to fight him. He's trying to grab his leg for stabilization. Yeah. So he stay. He's trying to stabilize himself while he's laying on the ground. He's so drunk that on the ground he is unstable. And this is this is where you see him like, oh yeah, there's something wrong with you. Oh! Yeah. At this point, he could have gone ahead and probably just walked away. Now he st- now he goes into an offensive stance, Jake. Oh wait, do you think he could have like walked away at that point? Do you think it was yeah. possible, or yeah. do you think uh, yeah, that Ivory was over here was gonna? Uh, oh, you're talking about the black and the black coat? Yeah. No, I couldn't get out of here. Look at him. He's charging him now. He's not. Well, 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 yeah, and I, I know, but that was because of the way he confronted him there. Do you, yeah. do you think he could have got up and be like, oh! you know, threw his hands like, look, yeah, right, we're done. It might have been. It was a slight. Everybody is unfazed. Yeah, yeah. Because I I think Ivory's just really feeling himself over here, and uh, is like, you know, I want to go ahead and take it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this man here, bro. (laughs) Look at them pixels. (laughs) Shout out to Greenshot, by the way. That. Oh, that punched! Did you see it swooped down and came up like, like you're not hitting anything? Look at that! Oh wait, yeah, go back there. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, no. When he dodges back, so yeah. right. Okay, the arms in the way, but if you just look at his body angle there, that's why I question how drunk he is. He's pulling this matrix in that face now. <laughs> But like to go ahead and like maintain yeah. his balance with that inebriation yeah. and that cup, like he's holding himself together. Boom! <laughs> that cup. Oh! Ah. And, ah. Well, you know you got a clean choice. Ah. Well, yeah, and that's the danger of those counter punches, right? Because he's moving forward yeah. and stuff, and, and then yeah. you're just timing it right. So, but he's still up. Look yeah. at the, look at his hand. I don't right think here. he's up. Eh? Yeah. He's. Yeah. He's dead on his feet. Uh, look Dead at his hand movement, though. That yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, well, I mean, his hand movement. He's he's like this. <laughs> so the why I oughta. Why I oughta. Is he setting up for an uppercut here? Jake? Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you got two clean shots and didn't connect at all. Why? Why is there no power in these punches here, Jake? What's he doing wrong with these punches? Oh. Hit the, what, Ivory there? Yeah. He missed on number two there. Oh. Oh. No, I mean, I mean so that was a clean number hit the three. second one. Didn't had no power in it. What's going on there? I, I mean, so for one, he's got a beard, so that's giving him extra protection. <laughs> but, I mean, we saw how he was sliding around earlier. I think his shoes aren't really allowing him to get much of a grip. Okay. And, 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 and the, the power all comes from the, yeah, from the earth, shoes, you know. You got on them, some Stacey Adams. Yeah, he got them from DSW for sure. Yeah, so yeah. you know the, the force all comes from uh, Mother Earth here, you know. Yeah, and it, but I, I'm, I'm mad the cameraman. Yeah. Look at what you looking at here, cameraman. Still oh, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now my man's is done. See the way he just buckled. Yeah, you see, well, he got hit. He, he was hit, hit in the nose. Yeah. Oh yeah, his, his shit leaking. 
But then here's the best part. Bye bye. Bye bye. It's done when I say it's done. Down. Uh, that was one of the worst fights I've seen in a while. Yeah, I mean, so uh, the, the force in a punch really is coming from the ground. So, like, you have to have your legs involved. Mm. You got to engage your ankles, your knees, mm. all the joints, your hips. You know, because it all stems from there. This is nothing. <laughs> and uh, so, when you got shoes on like that, like it's hard to go ahead and you really got get no that grip on yeah. them, bitches. Yeah. Well, and if they're slipping, your power is literally going into the yep. that. So yeah, and, and instead of all coming. New, Newton's law for every uh, action there's an equal and opposite reaction so the the force that would be in your punch is getting lost in your right, fighting right because now you got the force going in two di- different directions mm-hmm. yeah Fig Newton yeah man yep. right. what you know about Fig Newtons though bro uh, the uh, date flavored were yeah. amazing <laughs> date flavored Fig Newtons no thank you and that'll wrap us up, y'all. <laughs> With some nasty shit and a fire judge that nudge. No consensus podcast, you bitch. Peace. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs>